In the book of 3rd John, John writes a letter to a man named Gaius. Now we don't know much about Gaius, but what we do know from the context of the letter is that Gaius suffered from some kind of physical ailment. So whenever John writes this letter to him, he says in verse 2, Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and have good health. Now, during these uncertain times, there's many things that we can be doing for one another. But one of the things that we can do from the comfort of our own home is we can pray for one another. We can be praying for those who are sick or those who have lost loved ones or church leadership as they try to make decisions that are best for their congregations or even government officials as they're trying their very best to try to slow down the spread of this deadly virus or our doctors and nurses who are on the front line working overtime even at risk to their own health. These are trying times and they can wear on us both physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And it's during times like this where we find men of the Bible turning to their Heavenly Father in prayer. We might think of Elijah whenever he was living in a land where the people had turned their hearts away from God and towards the worship of Baal. And so Elijah calls the people and the prophets of Baal up to Mount Carmel and prays to God and God sends down fire from heaven and it consumes the altar, the water around the altar and the sacrifice made to God and showed the power that God had. We might think of Elisha whenever he was surrounded by battalions of soldiers and he prayed that his servant's eyes be opened. And when his servant's eyes were open, the servant saw hosts of heaven, chariots of fire surrounding them and protecting them. We might think of Peter. Just after Herod Agrippa had killed James, he arrested Peter and Peter was in prison and it looked like he was gonna meet the same end. And while in prison, he prayed to God and God sent an angel who loosened his chains and Peter was able to escape freely. We may think of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the night in which he was arrested, praying in Gethsemane fervently and passionately as drops of blood and sweat dripped down his face. I want to draw your attention to something else that happened that same night. Jesus was in the upper room with his disciples. They had just observed the Lord's Supper. And now Jesus tells Peter in Luke chapter 22 and verse 31, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded permission to sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. This is obviously some hard news for Peter to receive. And Jesus could have had a variety of responses. He could have said, you know, Peter, Satan has come after me before as well, whenever I was in the wilderness for 40 days. And these are the things I did. I did A, B, and C. 
But that's not what Jesus said. Instead, what Jesus did was he prayed for Peter. And I want to ask you today, do you believe in prayer like Jesus did? Whenever times got tough for many men in the Bible, instead of relying on their own wit and their own logic, they humbled themselves and they prayed to God. And during these hard times, we can do the same.